Greetings and welcome to the Mount Rushmore Podcast. My name is Jeff and I'm joined as always by my good buddies Richard. Hello. And Michael. Howdy. Richard and Michael are locked in very common debate over the Mount Rushmore of the most ubiquitous aspects of any given topic. And this week is no different, but it's also very different. This week, the topic is Mount Rushmore of annoying things that kids do. But this week, they are not debating each other, but they are going up against one of the collective of individuals who host the We Are Weezer podcast. Rachel, how are you, Rachel? I'm good. How are you? I'm very happy to have such a uh, a distinguished guest on our podcast and someone who has such a fun podcast. We Are Weezer, the longest running podcast about Weezer. If you Google We Are Weezer, you'll find all the socials, the Twitter, the Instagram, the Facebook, the SoundCloud looks like you've got just we about have everything. everything. Yeah, you have everything. <laughs> they, have a, they have a Zoom that they the sometimes Zoom, look, a Microsoft Zoom. This is a Fisher the Price. The only thing I don't have. There's no Zoom. They'll get on that right away. Is it uh, on a single? A single. Yes. Yes. Okay. A maxi single. Yes. But it's only in Europe. Right oh. Now, so. How sad. Well, tell us. Uh, even though Rachel is uh, one of the hosts of the We Are Weezer podcast. She is also a mother, and so she is here to uh, lend her counterpoint to Michael and Richard's point on the topic of the Mount Rushmore of knowing things kids do. But before we jump into all that, tell us what your podcast is about and what what kind of things happen on it. Uh, So it's about Weezer, and I am the main host, my co-host, Juliet, and I pick a Weezer song. We um, basically search the internet, read everything about it, we're Weezer fans, so we already know a lot about Weezer anyways. And then we kind of dissect it, give the stats to the people, and discuss it, um, and give a, a rating to it. We have a special nerdy rating system. What is it? One through, one through Weezer? Um, <laughs> On a scale of Weezer, what is it? Is it one or is it Weezer? So we basically have different like points are allocated to different... Ratings. So one of the ratings is like a Blazer Brian. We've got Scott in a vest, Pat Jammin on the drums, um, Laser Eyes Rivers. There's a Weezer prom picture. And what else do we have? I'm trying to think. But oh, a lightning strap. So mm-hmm. we have a lot of, we basically, each one of those has a, a number associated yeah, yeah. with it. And we use that. Are you running out of Weezer? Is that why you contacted the Mount Rushmore <laughs> podcast? <laughs> no, actually, like, because we only do one song per show, so we're never going to run out of Weezer, no. I don't think. No, no. Um, but I just really like podcasting and mm-hmm. podcasts, and I like your guys' podcast, and just so happened to bug you enough to <laughs> come on the show. So well, it's not bugging. We are welcome to, uh, we're, lo- we're very happy to have you. And it's such a creative topic that I think Richard and Michael both have distinctly different points of view that they're going to combine <laughs> against your point of view. So uh, we'll jump into it. And as usual, our guest goes first. So if you're ready, Rachel, to jump in to tell us your first pick on the Mount Rushmore of annoying things that kids do, go for it. Okay, so... My number one was getting your full attention for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> Basically, the, um, and it's happened to everyone, I'm sure, the, like, mom, 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 hey, mom, mom. And I'm, like, in the middle of something or talking to someone. And then he'll be like, uh, excuse me, mom. And I'll look over and he'll just be like, and I'll say, yes, 
you know, after half an hour of uh, being annoyed and um, he'll just go, can you do this? And like make a weird face. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I can. I can do that. Thanks. It's so funny. The little things that get stuck. I have a 17 month old and he's currently on this Halloween trip right now where he's just, he's just like Halloween skulls, skeletons, Halloween, witch, (laughs) Dracula, Dracula. And like when a pervasive thought just gets in their head, I'm sure that's part of it. It's just like he needs to get Get this thought out. And then needs you to address that thought. It's like it's stuck in there, and this is the only thing that can release, possibly release it, is is mom or dad acknowledging it. Yes. <laughs> then they can move on to something else. Is the is it a fear as a parent that were you to neglect his desire for full and complete attention that you'll be on a daytime talk show in the future with your kid, <laughs> and they'll point to you as the person who created them as a drug addict stripper? I think it's more like I want your attention right now and the fact that you're not paying attention to me when you normally do give me everything. Yeah. Like that, like I can't have that, you know. What would the price be if you didn't respond? uh, This is not therapy. Just eternal. It would just be eternal. So I might as well just, you know, get it over with at some point. It doesn't stop. It never stops. It's like Gitmo waterboarding or something like that. Yes. You're just going to get the drops on your head until you. It would probably get worse. Like it would probably get physical at some point, oh, wow. you know, like okay. a pulling on you or a yelling at you to do some something else. It yeah. seems like that, uh, you know, they're very small, all these kids. This is the tiny area of control that they can exert. Mm-hmm. It's just like I can just be loud and annoying and pull on you and repeat the same thing over and over. And up to the point where you're just like, fine, what is it? Yes. You, I'm, you, I'm giving in. Mm-hmm. You win. You win this one. And they're just like funny face you win this time (laughs) yes runt does it seem like young people have the inability to understand mommy's priorities that or the thing that you might have another thing that precludes their Mm, their attention yeah Mm. i think it is an inability to understand because they they just i failed psychology so i forget whether it's ego or id that they're born as just a little ball of this thing that only knows jerks jerks that's what you're looking <laughs> Sorry, for that's okay. the word you're looking for jeff i think i did better in psychology than i thought because yeah, i remember that pretty good <laughs> i made myself a note and i actually like forgot but it i wanted to like preface this with i have a child who i love very much <laughs> i don't think that he is that annoying usually um but you know this is just like the culmination of all children and like every yeah stereotypical child or teenager see that's that's why most of my choices are about other people's kids makes (laughs) it easier mainly michael's kid actually okay how can he be that annoying though He's his his kids a his kids a sweetheart. He's a ball. I love that you say he's on a Halloween phase, but I think you just have a goth seventeen month old kid. That's possible. <laughs> Dracula bats dark. Uh, he does Death. say he does say like Powerhouse. Dracula, and then we say what does Dracula say? And he goes bah. I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, Trying to teach him the right way. What, well, is, what does Santa Claus say? Blah. <laughs> Easter Bunny. Ah! Well, it's funny because we're going to go from Halloween directly into Christmas time. Yeah. And, yeah, f- um, yeah, fuck off Thanksgiving. Well, it's funny because we're going to, you know, we walk with him down the street every day to walk the dogs or just whatever. And like, he's going to go from like pumpkin to like nothing, like within like the span of two days to not see anything. Like you all mean, that stuff's going to go away. Like in, in our neighborhood, we already have people putting Christmas up. Oh, wow. Like, like weirdos. 
I figured Burbank would be like that or like this area would be like that, like very decorated. Mm. I don't know. So there's not a lot or not yet. Okay. I mean, when Christmas, I mean, it could be that he quickly like turns to Christmas and mm-hmm. we'll be like, he's not asking about where the skeletons are and where the ghosts are. And... <laughs> well, thank goodness you're not at like nightmares yet yeah. or like, oh yeah, what's that dark thing in the corner? And I'm like, that's your sweatshirt on the <laughs> chair. Okay, so uh, Rachel came out swinging with the <laughs> repeating request for attention from mom, and Michael and Richard are kind of uh, confiding each other, and they're going to come out with. We're locking eyes, and uh, it's funny because, like, the act of, like, trying to pull on your skirt or your pant leg over and over and over and over kind of leads into ours, which is just repetition. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Uh, at least for my boy, he's all about, like I said, Halloween, Halloween, but mostly. He's all about watching this one Halloween video or he's watching this new song as a, on like YouTube. That's just like pool song, pool song, <laughs> Baba sheep, Baba sheep. Like he just wants to see these things over and over. And like, I know eventually he'll grow into like just watching, I don't know, cars mm-hmm. back to back to back to back or frozen or oh, God willing star Wars like me but well, like just the repeti- that's up to you yeah oh he listen he knows who boba fett is that's the other how day. does boba fett go <laughs> he knows baka he knows jabba he knows princess leia almost han solo like but he like he gets in like this frame of mind and albeit he's 17 months old but i'm guessing for richard and your kids when they get on a roll on a video or oh, something sure. it's just like all they want to do is See that same thing over and over. I'm and pretty over. done with Pokemon. With Is that still a thing? Oh yeah, they're they've, they're on season, literally season thirty or something like that of it at this point. Oh, not uh. the game, but the the, the actual the, the animated. Oh, series. there's like a cartoon. Oh yeah, I think it was was it an animated series before the game? I think maybe or maybe. the other way around. Pogs or was it? I thought it was Pogs. Pogs. <laughs> <laughs> First, first wave Pogs. Pokemon was card an animated game. series with a card game that went along with it, right? right. Yeah, it was a card game, okay. and then it became a card game, and then it became a card game with. This is turning into po- this is turning into Poke Podcast, yeah. yeah this Poke is okay. um, but he is just, and he'll go through these phases where it's like he'll watch Pokemon for like two months, and then decide that Pokemon is too baby, so then um, he'll get obsessed with something else for a couple of months. And that's all he wants to watch. And then he'll, he has about three or four shows that he cycles yeah. through every couple of months. That mm. That's all he wants to watch. So he doesn't watch like a mixture of like Wild Kratts and, <laughs> you know, Pokemon and PJ Mask, all the good stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, he doesn't. He, he just watches one of them until you like you're as a parent. You're just like, I can't. Oh anymore. yeah, no. Please. I have to mix it Anything up. Else. What's your son into, Rachel? Uh, we watch Skylander Academy, uh, <laughs> which I actually like. That's the one I like that I'm okay with. We watch Animal Mechanicals, which no, is no, oh. that's brutal. So bad. That's brutal. Um, I try to get him to watch like uh, superheroes. So mm. we'll watch Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. We watch Black Panther. Anything that doesn't have, I'm trying to get him into like. He's seen Star Wars. Anything that's like superhero that is like real people because he really wants just cartoons. Mm. But I'm trying to get him into like, let's compromise here. It's weird because somehow 
I and I think this is the grandparents' fault because he's over with the grandparents like once a week, and I'm convinced they just have it's either a combination of CNN running all day <laughs> or golf running all day or Something a grandma boring. putting on like these terrible cartoons. I'm sure you've heard of um, uh, Baby Shark and all these weird. There's these. I thought there's, that was just a YouTube thing, like a one. A, yeah, yeah. She shows him like YouTube clips, oh. and so so he comes home and he's asking for these things, and we're like, I don't know what, I don't know what that is, and you have to find him, and he just gets more and more frustrated, more and, and more frustrated because he's like this baby shark, this pool song, baby shark, all these uh, things. You're just like, what are you talking about? Which is more. Uh, I'm, I, what are you more angry at, the repetition or that it's not stuff that you enjoy? <laughs> that is a very good question. Both. It's both. Yeah, okay. it's both. Do you think but you I, would ever get sick if he started, was just had watched Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars, for like a month? Hard to say. Would you we'll eventually be out. like, okay, that's enough. Time for Battlestar. I don't know. I, I imagine, though, like, you know, we're in the 21st century. Can you imagine, like, Neanderthals? Like having to deal with the same like these kids don't change. Is it just like there's like a you know cave painting on the walls like Mastodon, Mastodon, <laughs> Mastodon, and like you know Oog is like no saber tooth tiger, Mastodon, Mastodon, Mastodon. Just over and over, these kids just get obsessed with the same thing. Yeah. They just want to see probably. Mm-hmm. How do we survive as a species? Okay, do you what you should do? Is sit down and tell them. Look, once you're forty. Life it's is cute. the same it's thing cute. on repeat over and over and over. The, pa- the, pa- the, the childless, the childless, <laughs> the childless guy. Look, child. My day is one repeated uh, walk of shame <laughs> after another. Uh, you're gonna want that variety. Okay, so uh, Rachel has come out and begun her um, um, choices with repetition. Mom, mom, mom. And Michael and Richard are kind of going down the same path a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, Rachel's point, I think, was the desire for the full Getting attention. amount of attention. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Rachel, we are almost halfway through. When you let us know what your second one, you'll be halfway through. Okay. Good math, Jeff, by the Good way. Math. Hopkins. <laughs> I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to say, I'm going to switch to older kids now and say like something that really drives me insane is doing literally everything while on the phone, including walking, talking, um, walking across the street. I mean, I've had kids like full on, there's a green light and they're walking across the street. I'm waiting for them. They see me waiting for them to move (laughs) so I can turn. And they're like literally on their phone walking super slow because it's hard to walk and text at the same time so you say not you're maybe not talking but maybe texting maybe doing some instagramming anything yeah i don't know what they're doing but they're typing yolo over and over again (laughs) probably they're They're watching baby sharks yeah Yeah. are they aware of you in the periphery but they're being slow because they're taking their time because they're the center of the universe yes okay okay that's annoying yes yeah do you think that young people of when, when you were that age that you had more focus and more awareness of the world around you? Oh, yeah. I was like running across the street because I didn't want to get hit by the guy who okay. was turning right. And I was yeah. very well aware of what was happening. I didn't have anything really to yeah. distract me. Would you, do you think you would uh, have been succumbed to the distraction of social media or cultivating your 
reputation or presence online or do you think you would have been immune to it and you would have been more, still more attentive when you crossed the street i think if i would be just like everybody else oh, okay. These oh, days. okay i'm yeah. not saying like i didn't do any of these things yeah. well, I'm i used totally, to yeah. like i used to cross the street i was just always reading tolstoy yeah but i just had all <laughs> yeah. you know, open i was just halfway through every time yeah. i do remember reading while i was walking i see people oblivious. i saw someone running and reading? And reading. Jog reading? Something like that. Impossible. It, wow. it was it was wild. How do you like even focus the on the I don't, letters? I have no idea, but I don't know where. I'm out there walking my dogs, and like I'm just watching this person just like run by. That's a gag from the movie Dr. Detroit, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah. So, there you go. Mm. Yeah. What the heck is Dr. Detroit? It was a question. very bad movie from the mid-80s with Dan Aykroyd as yeah. like a college professor who gets mistaken for a pimp. It's kind of like the Nutty Professor or whatever. But yeah. awful. Yeah. Anyway. Dan Aykroyd. With Dan Aykroyd, you could have stuck with but awful. Right. Yeah. Is it Ghostbusters? No. Okay, then. What What aspect of that enrages you more? Do you think it's the... Do you feel like that child is being endangered and you have some somewhat of maternal feelings? Like, I, no. I don't want them to get hurt. They're just, no. It's, it, it's okay. a um, complete <laughs> lack of concern for... or. Uh, just respect for anyone else's time or like wherewithal of your own body and surroundings, Mm -hmm. which you should probably have as a teenager these days. You know, I'm fascinated because these two that you've presented have seemed to be both about attention and being absorbed, Mm. either desiring the amount of focus that you have. They want you to give, they want to get all your focus and you're upset at that one kid because they're completely oblivious of, of your presence too. Mm-hmm. So, oh, it's like that's opposite. It. This is yeah. this is the best psychoanalysis you're gonna get for free. <laughs> I like it. Jeff I take, us all I take down. Cigna or like uh, <laughs> Do you have UHC? Affordable, affordable Care Act. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so Michael and Richard, what's your second choice? All right, so my second, our second choice. Um, kids always having to be right. Um, I deal with this with my two kids. Um, daughter's eleven, my son's six, and. They are constantly like arguing about animal facts Mm. (laughs) or whatever they saw on TV that day or just anything. And constantly, neither one of them will admit being wrong. It's a quadruped. No, it's not a quadruped. It's a (laughs) tripod. And you're like, who cares? First off, A, who cares? Exactly. (laughs) B, my, my daughter in particular knows that our son gets really like, riled up about stuff and so it'll be the most insignificant thing and she just has to go oh, simon you're wrong you're she's, just you're she, just wrong she she does have kind of know-it-all control tendencies she does she's a very smart girl i wonder where does she get that from someone <clears throat> uh <I> don't, <laughs> I don't know anything i think we all know that so no but she's like i i recall she, her always being very corrective and very matter of fact, but very smart and very correct, which is the worst part. I think the worst part is that she's, she's normally, right. Right, yeah. exactly. So you can't really just say, Vivian, you know, every once in a while I like to catch her in when she's wrong about something. <laughs> kind of feels like a, a gotcha. Ah, Nailed you. Nailed you. Got you, little girl. Now what, do you think? what do you think now, huh? What's up? You're like you're like blocking her shots to the goal. Like. <laughs> Matumbo like a uh, finger wag with her. No, no, no. Well, like her father, I think she the the currency of her intellect is something that that she 
she values and she knows that she's uh has a lot of information up in her noggin and and maybe she's not the fastest kid on the playground although i'm sure she's a pretty good athlete too do you think that was something you valued as a young person or you knew it was kind of your ace up your sleeve in some situations i guess although with them i i really think it's just more she knows it annoys the hell out of them oh yeah. and it will get him upset and the what they're it's wasting. It's a sibling rivalry thing. It is mm-hmm. a sibling rivalry thing. Yeah. Although I think all kids to some extent, you know, I remember when Vivian, maybe this is just a factor of Vivian, but I can, I know this with other kids too that I've been around. The kids just at some point, at some a certain age, usually around six starting, just start to like, they, they want to have control of the facts, especially the facts that they know well. So if they're a dinosaur, if they're the dinosaur kid, they're going to tell you everything about dinosaurs. Yeah. And if they tell you something that's like, Hmm. Pretty sure Velociraptor is not an herbivore. Yes, it is. You don't know. They're going to get very like yeah protective of that information. Yeah. So I think that there's something about that that they want to have their little slice of when did knowledge. you abandon the north the north <laughs> yes every, every other week when he comes to record <laughs> this podcast I work for social services oh. today. were your is your hope that your children live in this Hallmark card Norman Rockwell glow of sibling love that or or and does that burst the bubble when they when you see Vivian kind of winding Simon up by correcting him I don't want them to be in a sitcom I don't need yeah. it to be like lovey dovey Norman Rockwell kids love each other. But I also don't want it to be like the sitcom yeah, why sort does, of like kids like needling each other yeah. on purpose. Why she got to flex on her younger brother all the time? <laughs> yeah, I mean care. she's she's eleven. She she knows better. Yeah, that's the thing. She knows better. Uh huh. Well, you you know better than to treat me like your intellectual inferior all the time. But it doesn't stop you, Richard. No, I don't know any better. That's the oh, thing. Okay. <laughs> all right. Just because I'm smarter than you doesn't mean I know anything. God, it hurts to hear it out of your mouth. What is um your son's thing that he knows the the most about um, you could sit down with him for half an hour and he'll just go to town i don't think he has one of those things yet it should be weezer right well he does love weezer that's good uh but he doesn't have all, like know all the facts about them yet <laughs> yeah. um i think he knows how to spell it now because i'm always like wearing a weezer shirt so i'm always we're like Fair spelling enough. it um i don't know I do know that uh, a lot of things I say are boring, and um, also uh, that he Pinkerton Schminkerton. He's like you don't like he already acts like a teenager. He's like you don't know, like you don't know what you're talking about, lady. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm just like you're four. Yeah. Yeah. This whole episode is about validating Jeff's choice not to have a kid, is what this whole episode is. Well, one of the things that I find when people discuss music is it it was something that as a younger person I used and maybe others did too as a an identity. So it wasn't just what you listened to. It's the shirt that you wore and the pose that you took and it's the position that you... This, it was your platform that you mm-hmm. stood upon and maybe some... For some people, that was spread amongst a, a, a wide variety of musical tastes. But for some, they were the punk kid at school or they were yes. with the punk kids at school or the metal kids or whatever. And in that way, I think music keeps us kind of eternally young because it always takes us back to that time. Do Does his critique, does his evaluation that you don't know anything kind of threaten that young person? You are a young person. So I'm, for those listeners at home, Rachel's a young person. But is it... Does that does that feel like an attack? Uh, no, 
Okay. No, I'm fine with it. Because I know. I know what's up. You know what's up. Yeah. He's a kid. He's four. Yeah. Okay. So we are at our halftime, and we are fortunate enough to have as guest Rachel from the We Are Weezer podcast. And I encourage you to go online and learn more about the We Are Weezer podcast at weareweezer.com. You can find all the socials if you Google We Are Weezer. And so that is our plug. We usually do one for another podcast. And at this point, we'll also ask you to do for We Are Weezer what we hope you'll do for us, and that is to go on to iTunes or Stitcher and download, rate, and review past episodes and uh, go on to our Facebook site and get in the dialogue about uh, future episodes. Uh, Rachel from the We Are Weezer podcast is the one who suggested this topic, which is the Mount Rushmore of annoying things that kids do. You could go uh, join us on the Facebook page or Twitter or Instagram and suggest a topic, and we just might discuss it. You just might end up on the podcast. So we'd love you to do that. And I think that means we're back from our break. Did we say anything else? No, that's about it. That's all the stuff we need to say. <laughs> do you think? Do you think that there are? Th- what are the things that kids? Before we jump back into Rachel's next pick, what do you think are the things that kids are annoyed at that parents do? Is it things like saying like the Facebook page, Jeff? <laughs> oh, when when adults purposely mess up something. Oh, dad jokes. Yeah, dad, they, dad they just yeah. are they just. I believe there's a list, a song that has a list of things that parents just don't understand. Oh yeah, <laughs> Michael, I can recite them if you'd like. What is it? No, it's a jazz, a jazzy guy DJ, named Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I guess it would be the. You mean kind of doubling down on the being out of touch by yeah. pronouncing it even more loudly. Yeah, you know, like, and being a dad about it, being yeah. like, oh, you know, the twitters. Yeah. Which is, I know it's a Michael pet peeve. Yeah, I can't stand it. Like, it's such a hacky joke. That is one by thing our hacky host. That the closer I get to fifty, the more I let go of this idea that I would be in, in any way relevant to youth culture mm. whatsoever. <laughs> so <laughs> flaunting it even more profoundly is something that's almost enjoyable, it's like, like stomping in their face, yeah. like nineteen eighty four or something. Yeah, I don't mind it either. I yeah don't I quite like being old and nerdy. I'm fine with that. Like, oh well, yeah, you it's know, an area of control that you can exert over your kid. Yeah, yeah. Deal with I, yeah. Yeah. Who was it? Steve Martin was talking about one of the benefits of being seventy-five years old is he doesn't have to care about the new thing anymore. Or mm-hmm. <laughs> it used to be every day you would have to figure out, okay, I got to. Oh, what kind of arrow do I put in my head? Yeah. <laughs> what are the new kids putting <laughs> in my head? What banjo songs are the young people <laughs> listening to? But the idea that you don't have to be uh, buffeted about by the whims of pop culture all mm. the time, everything that's coming down the pipe you don't have to go oh what's this new thing and learn about the new thing so um but if the subject if the subject is what annoying things adults do that kids might uh uh hate yeah let us know what you think podcast listeners so and now we are on to rachel once again with her third choice of annoying things that kids do i think i'm gonna go with uh well and this is gonna just go with everything else that we've kind of already done but the are we there yet or um, when can I have that? So uh, can I have a piece of candy? Yes, you can have candy after lunch, but not right now. Okay, when's lunch? In an hour. Okay, mm. five minutes later. Is it time for lunch yet? Should we have lunch right now? That's so brutal. And like, until you're finally just like, you know what? Forget the candy. No more candy. Ask me again and no more candy. That's it. You know, it's, I think that piggybacks onto one of our choices, which is being purposefully annoying. <laughs> well, no, it's not on purpose, though. It's just like the so? way they are. They just can't wait. Do you think kids have hmm. this 
a completely different relationship to time than we do. Oh yeah. yeah. Don't you remember? Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it, like going to the like, I don't know, a ten minute drive to the mall to me felt like mm, yeah, okay, a thousand year journey, mm-hmm. and then we finally got there. Yeah. In and, reality, it's seven and a half minutes. Yeah. Hmm. We used to take a. We used to go like once a summer, every other summer, we'd go to Disneyland. I grew up here in LA and in the car, it felt like You're never gonna a three there. hour drive. Mm-hmm. In reality, it's like 65 One. minutes. Yeah. yeah. It's not that bad. It's nothing. And if you catch it on a good day, it's what, 50 minutes? Do kids just have a more, do they burn through the things that kids think about so quickly? Whereas we just, <laughs> <laughs> we just, I'll, I'll just sit on a piece of like memory or something that I could chew on that for like an hour. Is that why kids have such a short attention span? I don't know. It made me think of, uh, there's a very funny Ray Romano bit, which is something nobody ever says. Nobody ever says it. But on uh, an old episode of Dr. Katz, Oh, yeah. He was telling a joke where he was lying thinking on the Thinking about couch. candy. Candy. <laughs> His kid was just in the backseat. Yeah. What are you thinking about? Candy. Candy. Just candy. Yeah. Oh, Doc, why can't I just be that happy and just think about candy? I don't yeah. know. Do kids... I don't, that's a good question. But kids don't have existential angst, do they? That's true. I, I mean, they don't have to think about like, oh yeah, impending death or no. anything like that. I mean, I, they're just they're just thinking about candy mm-hmm. because that's all. They, also, kids think about it. Kids, things seem like they're happening much longer for kids because their whole lifespan up to that point's been much shorter. So they have a much shorter like frame of reference to go yeah. from. You know, a five minutes to them, they've only been around for six years. You know. Yeah. That seems like a long time. Once you've a, been around for 80 years, five minutes is just, it's, yeah. it's yeah, math. I've done the math. It's math is what it is. Do you, who have a daughter, Richard, believe, does that sound familiar? Or do you think that's a boy kid thing? Because I know as a boy, I I definitely had that feeling. No, I think that's a universal kid okay. thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, my wife will often turn to me and ask me like what I'm thinking about. And I think what she wants to hear is our wedding day and how pretty you looked. <laughs> what the answer is is pizza or it's like like kind of sleeping sho- soon me like shooting a gun <laughs> you ever thinking about concrete some sometimes like cement which is this pavement pavement wait this, we're with the weezer not person pave, right here not oh pavement. sorry okay 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 Podcast. yeah the time thing is a really uh to put it in that perspective like the not having a concept of time or two that's very interesting we we're working through that with Felix where it's just like we're trying to teach him weight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's a year and a half old, so it doesn't mean anything. But, like, Emily, my wife, has uh, been showing him how to wait, which is to stand with your arms, the side of your body, and just <laughs> and she'll stand there and be like, wait. And then he, like, blows a gasket because he just wants to be picked up See, or he wants to appear or something. I, when you said that, I thought you meant weight as in like measurement. Yeah, I was going to, are you going kilograms or? <laughs> yeah, metric or <laughs> like, like, like what are, you, what are you doing with him? So this is what, you know, a one pound weight feels like. Try to pick it up. This is what a 10 pound weight and feels like. And my son would be like, I weigh 4,442 time. Yep. PM. <laughs> That's what he would say. So patience is something, or is it also yeah. delayed gratitude? Um, I think that you definitely need, you just need patience. It's okay. just understanding that they don't, they yeah. just don't get it. They just don't have the tools. Yes. Yeah. But it is still annoying. Yeah. 
Okay, uh, Richard and Michael, what do you got? Well, Arthur Choice, I thought I thought this is where you were going, but I was totally off the mark. But um, just being annoying on purpose, and maybe like cued into like the pulling on your pant leg earlier. But I know that my son, he like he'll do things to get in trouble at this age already, and do things to be annoying already. Just because he can. It's to see what you do. To see what you do. It's mm-hmm. the reaction. It's the, mm-hmm. I'm going to be annoying to dad to see what dad is going to do. Is dad going to be loud and angry? Is he going to pick me up and tell me no? Is he going to be, what is he going to do? And I think that's, I think that's really interesting. And I don't think it ever stops. I know that as like. It's called testing. Yeah. As a kid. It's just pushing boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. As a kid, like I would have like some sort of he-man vehicle that I would run down the hall and ram into my sister's door while and just for the sake of annoying her and just the sake of like I just maybe kind of want to get in trouble a little bit or get mm-hmm. my sister upset to see what happens I don't yeah. I don't know just to see just, just curious see about what could possibly what's the worst thing that could possibly happen I don't know toy taken away i don't know i didn't have any thought about it mm-hmm. you just do things it's like you're just like the joker yeah. in batman you're chaos personified. In, yeah. <laughs> you're just you just, I, I just, yeah. just what I'm doing. you seem to be test, testing the boundaries of civilization yeah. and these barriers that are placed i i remember in school if there was a kid in front of me with long hair i would just my hand couldn't reach prevent itself from coming and just pulling on on hair and I wasn't that much of a boisterous kid. I just couldn't, if I knew it was, I think it's seeking attention. And at that age, good or bad, it's It's just attention. It's just attention. Okay. All right. Cool. Being annoying on purpose. uh, Rachel, we are at the point where you're going to give us your final choice. Uh, Bumping the car stereo down the residential street. Oh. Oh, boy. Yeah. So loud that... Your eardrums are blown out of your head, mm-hmm. but you think you're so cool. Yeah. But you're not. Mm-hmm. And no one cares. <laughs> and really, you're just annoying. Yeah. What song, what music would it have been at the age that you were doing that? Well, so I used to, like, I was like a raver kid back in the day. So it was like happy, like happy hardcore, like my drum and bass, yeah. just like. Right. That's still a viable genre from what I hear. Especially for thumping at your car stereo so loud. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like the, the hip hop. The uh, hip hop. Yeah. Like for me, it was like gangster rap, mm-hmm. you know, 90s. What type of, were you, are you an Angelino or where did you grow up? Yes. Okay. I'm from, I'm from Los Angeles. So would it have, what neighborhood what have you been going through was it your neighborhood or was somebody else's neighborhood my neighborhood or like the valley yeah yeah jeff is checking over his old apbs to see if this matches the description <laughs> yeah of we got annoyed it. Uh, 87 <laughs> honda accord gray <laughs> what what do you how did you feel about yourself then did you think you were the shit i think i thought it was a shit okay. but i i i have an older cousin who thank goodness at some point when I was much too old to be told this, probably still doing that, was like, dude, it's not cool. Turn it down. Yeah. Like, it's late. Uh, we're almost home. We're near my my neighbors. Like, yeah. stop being an idiot. Oh. And so finally, I, I, I realized, mm-hmm. 
like she got mad at me and I was like, yeah. whoa, okay. That's like the only thing that works is it's not your parents being mad at you. It's not someone younger. It's it's like your peers being like, this sucks. You're, yeah. You're doing something that sucks and you're like, oh, this person's my age. Yeah, I guess I have to recognize when they, when they actually have an opinion that I actually mm-hmm. value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Do you feel mortified or do you feel like, eh, I was just a kid. I was just a kid. Okay. And I feel like that now with the kids, but now I'm more like just, I I have just turned into like an old lady mom. And so it's just one of those things where I'm just like kind of annoyed by all of that stuff. But mainly my main thing is I don't want it to wake up my kid. Like if oh, it's so loud and it's, me. Yeah. yeah, it's like Friday and you know, he just went to bed an hour ago and like some douche is in the front bumping yeah. his car the last thing I want to do. So uh, we are recording at the uh, podcast studios of the Mount Rushmore podcast, which are on a very busy street that goes to the Bob Hope Airport. Yes. Okay. Oh. That was, that was something I wanted to bring up is uh, we have uh, a topic that I don't know if we'll ever get to, but it's the Mount Rushmore of things that are the best and worst. And one of the best and worst things is that I live across the street from a liquor store. Which is incredible when it's just like ten o'clock at night. You want you want to go grab another bottle of wine. You had, you're you've already had a movie. drink. You need um, a lottery yeah. ticket. <laughs> Candy. Cheetos. Just like it's just right there. Mm-hmm. It's just like so incredible. It's also the worst thing because I don't know how many loud parking lot conversations we have just like been overheard overheard it's just like oh my god you do not need to listen to music as loud as you're bumping mm -hmm. it in the parking lot and of course this is 10 o'clock at night on a friday and we're so old right now yeah that's just like i who are these people who's awake at this time of night i told emily the other (laughs) night i was (laughs) we were joking it was like saturday night and it was like 9 30 and we stayed up super late the night before to watch like the dodger game and then it was like all right saturday night we're going to bed early and then she's like aren't we gonna hear people outside and i was like no it's 9 30 people are going to bed and it was saturday and we were like we are so stupid yeah what are we what are we trying to do uh and i bet that you're kind you you know that you're like you're wrong but it's still like you can't help it yeah it's just i bet you've heard some fun stuff well don't you also used to have the stoner teens skateboard kids perching by your what do you mean? Front place. Used to still do. Oh, wow. it's still there. Every year, it's a new generation of kids that come and sit on the stoop. And I was gonna say, isn't there like a lot of drunk guys walking around yeah. back there's and a, forth from the park a, or wherever they come from? I came home today and there was a guy just in the parking lot yelling at nothing, and it's just like, and you're like, parking lot tales. good times. When yeah. you say the new generation, it makes me think of things that kids discover that they kind of think that they invented or that they are engaged in in a more passionate way than anybody ever did before, which could be sex, alcohol, music, whatever they're feeling, this new discovery is so compelling and exciting that they they think nobody over 25 could even feel that mm-hmm. way. And, and you want to kind of say, I used to feel that way. I rocked harder than you'll ever rock. <laughs> but now I have a baby and I need you to be quiet. I need you to be the <laughs> quietest person ever. The one thing that's big, my pet peeve with, young people is when they think they're blowing my square mind with something <laughs> and a lot of it's absolutely stuff that i did as a young person like acting 
like a foreign person at the mall or doing falling down to try to be funny or to try to make somebody afraid or not to frighten somebody, but to try to be the weirdest. To shock them. Yeah, to shock them, to mm. be the craziest thing they've seen all day. And I see kids do that, and I just want to tell them, you get no idea <laughs> right. how much I could out-idiot you any day. It's so, true. That's true. I've proven it. I've proven it. Okay, uh, Richard and Michael, what do you got? Uh, let me just say, you're fighting an uphill battle. Because uh, no, I'm not. You're fighting an uphill <laughs> oh, battle. Come on, can everybody just get a little? You you're are an uphill battle. You're in timeout, and you, sir, are in timeout. I get none. I'm not going to go to timeout. What are you you don't get a timeout, and you get a car, and you get a car. Okay, so um, uh, you're fighting an uphill battle because uh, Rachel Irvin of the We Are Weezer podcast has chosen uh, the demand for mom's 100 attention with mom, 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 doing everything yeah. on the phone yeah. to their own isolation and demise. Oh, Richard, one second. Jeff. I'm doing the podcast right now. Give me one second. Uh, are we there yet? And then bumping the stereo super loud. So you guys, this last choice better kick ass. Jeff. Jeff. I was just one. Oh, can, can you? Okay. Now, yeah, you now, I, now you may talk. Now you may talk. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> oh. Uh, so the last one is being being a picky eater. Um, oh. Oh, having allergies and puffing up and that your, peanuts your make your, swell up make give you put you into shock. shock the gluten. I mean, we have we have a lot of gall from Captain Butter Noodles over here and bacon sandwich across the way. <laughs> That's a good point. I listened to that and I was like, I used to make bacon sandwiches. Bacon sandwiches are so <laughs> good. Barbecue had... sauce and bacon and Ooh, white bread. I never delicious. did the barbecue sauce. So good. I think yeah. I'm working to. Have you had a heart attack? Too? No. Okay. Not okay. Yet. Not yet. <laughs> she didn't eat twelve bacon sandwiches. Oh, okay. She a said day. a a bacon sandwich. No, just kids being picky eaters. And I, I I will say this. Preface preface this by saying that for the most part, my kids are very good eaters. We do not make we we. My wife and I, when we first had our first kid, we were very specific of like to say we're not going to cook them special meals. They're if really. Yeah, no, they. You took a vow to it's we a thing you feed have to your do. kids bad yeah. food. What are you talking? About? No, good no. food, but just like the same type of stuff that we would eat. Oh, okay, so we're not gonna. We weren't gonna make like oh, just for them. There's like four food. different dinners. Oh, yeah, okay. exactly. Basically. We weren't gonna make like you know they weren't if they're freaked out about whatever we're having. We weren't gonna make them like macaroni and cheese just because they were freaking out about it. Okay. It was like this is what we're having for our meal. You'll like the goulash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 good for you. Just and it's like it. a, it's a cultural experience. Now, yeah. we never did that, but and our, so our kids kind of grew up on that when they were young, and to this day, they're still pretty adventurous eaters. But even still, especially my son, will just have times where it's like, nope, not having this. This looks terrible. This is yucky. Of course, my wife, who has been sitting there cooking for like forty-five minutes to put this thing on the table, it's like might as well just like stab her in the heart, yeah. you know. Yeah. With the the butter knife that he that they that he's got, mm -hmm. but I I'm lucky. I know, like for example, my niece's kid is basically lives on chicken McNuggets, from what I can tell, and this seems to be the only thing he eats because every time I go over there, this is the only meal he's having like every day. Yeah, hmm. to the point where I think they had to get him like like the, those uh, protein drinks or like those like. For vitamins? For vitamins and stuff. Because, wow. you know, chicken McNuggets, surprisingly enough, low on vitamins. Yeah. <laughs> High on chemicals, low on vitamins. Yeah. The last time chicken McNuggets were brought up here, Jeff went to the fridge and produced 
<laughs> like some cold leftover some cold McNuggets. as a day i think as i just put them down there and Richard you gave was, them to me because i was yeah. talking about chicken mcnuggets once they got to room temperature you once they, they, they thawed yeah but no i and you I, I guess your kid's not old enough to really have like he you know he's starting to you know he's eating regular food but he's he's learning to be picky and like i have to say sometimes you just give in and you're just like what are you gonna do are you just gonna sit there and just not eat it's very it's a very it's as much a learning thing for us of how to be strict it's tough to say like i'm gonna be strict a year and a half right old baby toddler but you're just like i have to you're putting these little pieces of chicken and this is what you're eating or else what or else they're just gonna every meal is gonna be them deciding when they can't even really decide because they're a kid yeah like he definitely has like he has his choices like watermelon or different types of melon and fruits and he definitely goes towards watermelon he goes towards the things that he likes and we try to encourage but like it's just so tough and so exasperating at times you're just like uh i'm so tired i think that's i think that's when they wear you down and you're just like i'm giving i'm i'm giving in i'm so tired well and there's no there's no right answer for that one because Well, it's funny because like Richard and I were both very picky eaters growing up and we've grown into people that, oh, enjoy lots of different foods. So like the sky, like my glass is so half full with this. It's just like, oh, okay. Eventually he'll figure it out, figure it out and figure that he'll try things. But right now it's sometimes it's just like, yeah, but he could end up like Evan Block, our our friend who never had a grape until he was like 35. Well, that's never going to happen. It could happen. He's had a grape. He's had a grape. Okay, good. All right, so before I, as the judge, get to determine who the winner is, and I think the audience and you guys probably know who it is, I would love to know what your favorite recent episode of the We Are Weezer podcast is, or is there one that you enjoyed preparing for Something your Something you could recommend listeners? for the first-time listener, maybe. Uh, I, we just recorded and put out Holiday, which is mm. like our new, our, our uh, season two, first episode of season two. Um, which I thought was fun. And you can always go to um, Feels Like Summer, which is our first mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I listened to El Scorcho the other day. That one's a fun one. That one's really good. I highly recommend Tired of Sex with Weezerton mm-hmm. uh, as my co-host. Cause oh, they yeah, were really the, fun. Uh, the cover band, right? It's a tri- it's tribute band. A tribute I'm band. sorry. Yes. They're not a cover band. There's sorry. very different a, things. It yeah. is a thing. Mm-hmm. I learned. I didn't know. <laughs> But I learned. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, thank you. And um, so Tired of Sex is good, too. I, I feel like that was a fun conversation. And um, Or you can go to like a classic, like Satan. So, which I think is it's my favorite song. It's our episode, two, And so, I mean, or you can just check it out and find one of your favorites. And I think subscribe, download yeah. all of them. Go yeah. through the path. Do it. Catalog, yeah. Do you discuss anything beyond the song? Would you get into a music video or oh, yeah. or concert? We like do okay. we do news at the beginning of every show. Mm-hmm. So like current Weezer news. Yeah. Um, and we also will like all the song stats, everything it's featured on. If there's a music video, we talk about it. The director, the producer, all that yeah. stuff. So Are we they, um are they a particularly featured in movies sort of band? I'm trying to think back to think like I can't remember like last time I heard a you Weezer think, song in a movie, uh, which is strange because they're 25 years old. So it's like they're in Shrek Two, mm. Cars 
Holiday was in Accepted with Justin Long. Uh-huh. Um, and Eight Crazy Nights. If you guys ever saw that movie, which I didn't see, but I love Justin Long, so I need to check yeah. it out. Um, there, what else? Quite a few. They're just all, they're... Yeah, they're, they're kind of all over. Noticed. Yeah, probably. Hmm. And recently, um, Weezer was in California Snow, which is our next episode coming out. Hmm. Um it, they were it's like their record label is crush their first movie that they put out so it's like an indie movie and weezer's on the the soundtrack so that's a thing that's a movie cool. that they're featured on awesome okay but, so we're gonna wrap it up and we're going to uh i get this uh opportunity here normally it's kind of challenging because richard and michael they're both good friends of mine uh, and so picking one over the other is kind of challenging. Uh, but I already like Rachel more than Richard and Michael combined. So <laughs> this is going to be easy to to say that she pretty much did a clean sweep of all four positions on the Mount Rushmore. Wow. Yeah, monument. It, it's I I would say very often it is I'm, customary. I'm che- hold on, I'm checking back to see if this has happened at all this season. It is very customary that the guest wins. Um, Usually because Michael and Richard aren't very clutch and they kind of fold in the face of competition. Um, but in this case... We're weenies, yeah, that's we're true. We're total weenies. And in this case, uh, Rachel did, did such a great job. So um, also demonstrating that much of her interest, I think, is in demanding attention of others and the <laughs> proper respectful giving of attention. Um, and there's, I psychoanalyze all the guests. <laughs> and this is no, this is uh, no different. But uh, Rachel's choices, which are going on the Mount Rushmore of annoying things that kids do, are the demand for 100% of mom's attention with the mom, 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 doing everything on the phone, uh, totally ignorant of people who are trying to live their lives around them. Are we there yet? The kids' misunderstanding or inability to understand time and or delayed gratification. And bumping the stereo like a self-centered idiot, right? <laughs> so yeah. So um, the time one was that was the one that I felt a dagger in the heart. I was like, that was such a great pick. Yeah. Not knowing, not understanding time, but then also using it to your advantage to be annoying. Yeah. You're just like, oh god, that was yeah. That got me right there. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Rachel does a clean sweep. We want to recommend Woo! the uh, We Are Weezer podcast. If I haven't plugged it uh, as many times already as I have, I'm going to do it again. They, weareweezer.com. You can find the socials on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Looks like SoundCloud and, of course, iTunes and Stitcher. Yes. So, yeah. So go out and find it and download, rate, and review those episodes. I'm sure they'd love to hear from you. And maybe they even take suggestions as to what songs you would love to hear them talk about. We do. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Email us. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we have been the Mount Rushmore Podcast. In addition to its uh, being uh, Rachel, I, as always, am Jeff. I'm Richard. I'm Michael. Michael.